Good morning. Hi, how are you doing? It is Saturday, the 20th day of May 2023. And before I just hit the record button, I was listening to Breathe Upon Me by Nyon Adejo. Nyon is um, Ninja Echo um, Omega Nyon, and his surname is Adejo Alpha Delta Echo J, as in the letter J, and Omega. Wonderful song. Whew. Lord, Lord have mercy. How are you doing? I hope you're good. I hope you've had a productive, fruitful week so far. Um, how is your primary assignment going? <laughs> Some will say, Nana, you've come again. Which one is primary assignment? <laughs> you have primary assignment here on earth, though. You're not just here to uh, make money, have children, work and go. Mm-mm. There's more to you being here. And I got thinking about this because yesterday, um, after I had completed a lot of my tasks for the day i just said to look onto instagram and i saw a message in my direct message box and it came from a very old friend um we've been friends since secondary school in my secondary school days that's what many people know as high school these days especially in america in nigeria we call it the secondary school and at the time, I, I was a boarding student, I, meaning that I lived in school. Many of us were known by our first name and our last name. So uh, people would typically call me Neneze, Nenaeze, you know, because there were so many other Nenas, Nenefesi, Nenemefesi, and all those. So everyone was called by their first name and their last name. And this message was from uh, a friend in my secondary school days and I saw a flyer that she uh, posted posted in her message without opening the flyer I just um, clicked the thumbs up button I was going to just quickly read a couple of other uh, messages that uh, had popped in as well but something told me to open that message you know how you see a message from an old friend and it was just a flyer nothing more and um, I think underneath the flyer, she wrote something like, I thought to share this with you. And I thought, okay, maybe all those stuff, like just forward things to people. But when I opened it, it turned out that another friend of ours in our secondary school days uh, is battling cancer. Hmm. Um, Honestly, that just knocked the wind out of me. Like... I felt myself go numb immediately. I, I, I'm still, even talking about it now, I'm still struggling. I know that God is going to come through. I know that she will be fine. I believe that she will be okay. But somehow, it just, I, I still can't understand why it hit me so, so badly. Um, I guess for me, it just reminded me of, well, like. You have to be fast in doing what you're here to do. I mean, we're not here forever, guys. <laughs> I didn't come to spoil your morning, so don't feel like, oh, Nena is talking about something sad today. No, it's not sad. She's alive. She's had her first round of chemos. Um, I've even spoken with her. That's this other friend of ours that had um, 
mother had the issue i've spoken with her and she sounded strong and i strongly believe god that she will come out of this well i mean uh, when i saw the flyer i just i couldn't i couldn't share the flyer with um you know i the message i got was like okay feel free to post this on your platforms and uh, get people to help and I was like I don't want to put out this kind of image of her no this is not the image I want to post about her I'd rather reach out to select friends mm, Jesus I'm almost choking God please if I don't record this now I don't know if I can do it again oh, God I just said to myself I don't want to share this on social media I don't want to because uh, people like who oh, have posted it on my platforms and indeed I was seeing some other people who had shared it on their feed their Instagrams uh, feed I know people must have posted in the whatsapp status but I just said I don't know somewhere deep within me um, I just wasn't comfortable to do that and there's nothing wrong with those who have done it you know there's nothing wrong uh, with doing it but for me personally because i knew i mean we're in the same uh dormitory at some point in my uh junior secondary school days maybe jss2 now we're in the same dormitory so you know people that loved you when you had nothing as in the only thing i had to my name was my uniform <laughs> my dewey maybe my cup that was the only thing that had my name on it <laughs> and they were of course but for me by my parents every other thing like you are even still trying to figure out why you are here on earth you know so people that you grew up together with it's very difficult not to love them i mean they were not perfect neither were we perfect but as far as i'm concerned that lady is like my sister um because we we literally grew up together and even though we spent just one year in the same dormitory and one year is a long time you know um because in one year you see the the fragile the good the bad the ugly parts of um someone and we used to talk to, we used to talk to each other so i got to know her considerably well um as a child and she got to know me too as a child i don't know what she's like now as, as an adult but I mean, when I, say, I mean, I don't know who she is like as an adult now, but I, I think we were following each other on um, Instagram at some point, and she's almost literally the same person, more improved, you know, just like I am also an improved version of myself. But the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because, man, that that experience made me to ask myself Nena, how are you doing with your primary assignments how are you doing with your primary assignment because honestly beyond not being a Christian or beyond your Christianity the next thing is your assignments how did you do your assignments and that reminds us of the parable of the talents you know when people talk about the parable of the talents there are many stories they draw from me you know the parable of the of the talents the man who um the master that traveled and gave his servants um i can't remember if it was coins he gave them now or, or, or pennies he gave them talents anyway to some he gave five to some he gave three to another one he gave one you know and the one that he gave one went and buried it he did not spend it though like guys remember he did not spend it he didn't go and have fun and waste the money you know and he didn't um 
he did not hate his master for him to say oh he'll be disobedient and not return this talent back he actually was afraid of his master he said hey this money i don't want to go and you know do business with this talent and i will not get it back this my master he doesn't take rubbish <laughs> this my master doesn't take rubbish so please i want to ensure that i'm able to keep this money back shiny as it is and return it to him and say master this is what you gave me take it and the master was very livid like he was angry he said how could you just return exactly what i gave you how could you return exactly what i gave you and in fact for not doing anything with this thing that i've given to you i'm going to collect it i'll give it to the person who has done something what uh, who has done more with what i gave him because this other one probably was feeling as in this servant probably was feeling like ah master gave me only one talent look at this one give me five give this one three give that one four why did he give me just one ha this man i know he doesn't like me or man maybe he likes me sure but I'm just waiting for him to come back home and I'll give him back his talents and go back to serving him jelly as in quietly without any ish. But that's not what God wanted. And our Lord Jesus Christ made us understand that hey, if you don't do something with what he has given you, he will take it and give it to somebody else. And for me, what I dread most beyond beyond not making heaven, I mean um making heaven is awesome but beyond making heaven we also need to go to heaven with results yes so guys let's go to heaven with results you know how um third term oh god i don't know why my theory jesus god please you know how third time uh those days when we were in school um that time usually was promotion uh, exam that you write in your third time and uh yes so you'll be promoted to the next class but <laughs> let us now look at the breakdown of your performance <laughs> let us look at the breakdown of your performance uh, i remember those days my father would look at okay were you promoted or not promoted in fact he expect that you are promoted you can't what are you going there to do if you're not going to be promoted <laughs> you go there to count <laughs> to count exercise books and pencils Mm-mm. so his expectation was that you will be promoted in fact i failed once guys that's the story for another day i failed once in secondary school and <laughs> just remembering that experience i don't want to even talk about it now because my dad was like no a lion cannot give birth to, <laughs> to a rat it's not possible <laughs> but let's not talk about that today please so i was saying that um promotional exams so yes the first thing is you must be promoted like you didn't go there to go and fail your parents are expecting that you be promoted the next thing is what's your position like nigerian parents <laughs> every nigerian here knows that your parents are not expecting you to be at the bottom of the class like no you people are 60 something in class but you cannot hold the 60th position you cannot even be holding 50 something or can you even be in the 40 something position my my friend you should be in the top 10 it doesn't matter if you people are all struggling to be in the top 10 in fact top five and for some parents yeah, top three third position serves like a fail so and then after that they now look at the subjects because you can be in a class of 60 dances right and um sorry as it might be in a class of 
60 people that are not so smart and maybe you have smarted them so you confessed but that's not enough let's stand look at the subjects how did you perform you you made 50 something 50 something percent in maths and you are rejoicing almost they will, they will flog you so um beyond making heaven what are we going there with beyond our christianity what do we have to show for it and today I'm, I'm i'm inspired to read for you from the scriptures so i will read genesis chapter 1 from verse 1 and it reads this new living translation and when we get to 28 verse 28 i'll also read for you from king james version verse 28 so first genesis chapter 1 from verse 1 it reads and in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and the earth was empty a formless mass cloaked in dan in darkness and the spirit of god was hovering over its surface then god said let there be light and there was light and god said that it was good then he separated the light from the darkness god called the light day and the darkness night together these made up one day verse 6 and god said let there be space between the waters to separate water from water and so it was god made the space a separate god made the space to separate the waters above from the waters below and god called the space sky this happened on the second day verse 9 and god said let the waters beneath the sky be gathered into one place so dry ground may appear and so it was and God named the dry ground land and the water seas. And God saw that it was good. Verse 11. Then God said, Let the land burst forth with every sort of grass and seed bearing plants, and let there be trees that grow seed bearing fruit. The seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they come, from which they came, and so it was. The land was filled with seed-bearing plants and trees, and their seeds produced plants and trees of like kind. And God saw that it was good. This all happened on the third day. Verse 14. And God said, Let bright lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. There will be signs to mark off the seasons, the days and the light and the years. Let your light shine down upon the earth. And so it was. For God made two great lights, the sun and the moon, to shine upon the earth. The greater one, the sun, presides during the day. The lesser one, the moon, presides through the night. He also made the stars. And God set these lights in the, heaven, in the heavens to light the earth. Verse 18. To govern the day and the night and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. This all happened on the fourth day. Verse 20. And God said, Let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures and every sort of fish and every sort of bird. And God said, saw that it was good. Then God blessed them, saying, Let the fish multiply and fill the oceans. Let the birds increase and fill the earth. This all happened on the fifth day. Verse 24. And God said, Let the earth bring forth every kind of animal, livestock, small animals, and wildlife, 
and so it was and god made all sorts of wild animals livestock and small animals each able to reproduce more of his own kind and god saw that it was good verse 26 then god said let us make people in our own image to be like ourselves they will be masters over all life the fish in the sea the birds in the sky and all the livestock and wild animals and small animals so god created people in his own image god patterned them after himself male and female he created them and god blessed them and told them multiply and fill the earth and subdue it be master over the fish and birds of and all the animals now let me read verse 28 again in king james version and god blessed them so let me start from 27 just so that it flows for you so genesis chapter 1 verse 27 and 28 it reads so god created man in his own image in the image of god created he him male and female created them he them and god blessed them and god said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth this is the word of god thanks be to god my dear friend thank you for listening i just read for you from genesis uh, chapter 1 verses 1 to 28 and in that verse 28 we see that we have five primary assignments you have five primary assignments you know it's amazing that um first of all you know you're special if you've been listening to me for some time i'm sure you know that by now but if you don't know let me remind you that you are special you know um you know when you when somebody's about to have a baby especially if if the person is affluent you know somebody who is um rich wealthy have you ever seen a, a wealthy person that is about to have a child the kind of preparations ah especially in this time and age they will have a nursery for the baby they will think about the colors oh we want warm colors we want oh they want to put like a galaxy so that the child is when the child looks up they are seeing things that look like uh, stars and the moon and then they they buy stuffed animals toys they have um a music player to play lullabies and everything i think they prepare you know, buy uh, baby clothes, soft colors, soft materials. They do a they do a whole lot of things, and then they keep going to the hospital. The woman will keep going to the hospital to do uh, check up. I said, in uh, wealthy people, though, because someone who is not wealthy will still try. You know, but there are some people who just happen to get pregnant, not planned, no resources and all that. But even at that, you see that the heart of that person is still grieving. Like, I want to be able to take care of this child, but I don't have the means. And you see them fidgeting and thinking of how to prepare before the child comes. Now, God is the wealthy father. Hmm? And he first of all created everything. Like he he thought it out. First of all, there was this uh, there was uh, disorderliness in the earth. The earth was wrapped up in darkness. You know, um, if you read King James uh, version of that Genesis chapter one verse one, let me see if I can pull it out quickly as we are speaking. You see that um, the earth was without any form 
and void, right? And darkness was upon the face of the deep. Uh, that's Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. I'm reading King James Version now. It says that... <clears throat> And the earth, okay, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God hovered upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Now, that light was not sun or hair, because people usually think that light was sun. You know, Jesus says that He's the light of the world. This is the, this is the same light that was being referenced in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, because there was a lot of disorderliness. And God decided to bring something beautiful out of that disorderliness. He first of all created order, then he created the sun, the moon, the stars. He created orders and seasons, time. And then he began to command the earth to bring forth. Bring forth animals, bring forth birds, bring forth vegetation and everything. And after he had done all this and he saw that, oh, everything was good. You know, the air had produced birds of the air, the sea had produced um, sea creatures of different kinds, the land had produced land animals of different kinds. He made sure that this creature he was about to create, to look like him, that this creature will be comfortable. He created everything for you. He created everything for you. And then he spoke to himself. He said, let us, that is God, the Father, the Son, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and I believe also the whole host of heaven. Let us now create man in our own image. We want to create a being that looks like us, that will rule over all these things. And God created you like he used his hand. He did not speak you into existence. He could have just said, now let man appear. You know, and just in case you're in doubt, because I've heard some school of thoughts say that, oh, uh, the woman was an afterthought. She was not planned. God just decided later to bring out lies. So, you know this devil, he knows how to lie to people. And people just run with it and unfortunately that's one that travels very fast because when i read the book of genesis chapter 5 verses 1 and 2 it tells me that god created man in god's own image and he created them as male and female right the day he created man he he it was them it was not just one it was them that he created on that day male and female he created them and he called their name what adam that's what Genesis chapter 5 verses 1 and 2 tells us. It's not me that said it. This is what the scripture says. That God called their name Adam. So in Adam, the, the female was in Adam. And that was why when God wanted to create a woman, he put Adam to sleep and he brought out that female part. And also used dust to cover that female part. So um, the instructions in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 is for everyone. Male, female alike. Single, married, widowed, um, whatever whoever you are a child whatever this instruction is for everybody we all have the same primary assignment and those primary assignments are to be fruitful to multiply to replenish the earth to subdue the earth and to have dominion over everything on the earth whether it's in the sea in the air on the land itself in the land or on the land itself no excuse me this is these are our primary assignments here on earth and what you need to do what i need to do every day is to be checking how am i fulfilling my primary assignment excuse me now many people because the first time i shared this with um a group of people and that's why we say 
pray to God for the spirit of discernment. Pray to God for the spirit of discernment. Because without the spirit of discernment, the Bible is should be told, eh? The scriptures, the scripture is coded. Yes, the Bible, the Bible is coded. And the only way you can decode it is by being in sync or working with the one who wrote it himself. The Holy Spirit guided the people that wrote the scriptures so it's only the holy spirit that can tell you the meaning of these things that you are reading because we can just read things literally oh jesus wept you think that jesus was crying because uh, uh, lazarus don't die when he was going to resurrect lazarus why would he be crying over the person he was going to resurrect that's not the story for today you know you see the man that was uh, healed at the pool of bethsaida and you think oh this man was just sitting there because he didn't have anybody there are deeper meanings too, but you need the Holy Spirit to help you to understand. So this particular uh, portion of the scriptures, some people think, oh, being fruitful is just about giving birth to children, multiplying, just reproduce children, replenish, you know, just continue to have children so there'll be more children, more human beings on the earth and all that. But it's deeper than that. And some people also think that, oh, <coughs> excuse me, the primary duty of man of human beings of us here on earth that oh it is what king solomon said oh the whole duty of man is just to fear god and keep his commandments yes that is correct but what is the commandment that you are keeping and why should you be afraid of god that's a food for thoughts i'm not going to respond to that today but hopefully in another episode we are going to speak to that excuse me please i have like healed some uh, substance and my truth is itchy a bit so and then jesus came and he said the greatest commandment is that you should love god with all your heart with all your might with all your soul absolutely correct in fact for me eh, above what any other person says what jesus says is the number one outstanding thing but you also need the script you need the holy spirit to help you to understand what jesus is saying because what jesus is saying is that look I am the way, I'm the life, I'm the truth. You can't go to God except through me, Jesus. And your primary duty here is for you to love God with the entirety of your being, for you to love yourself and for you to love other people. And how do you demonstrate your love for God? It's through obedience. If you love God, you will obey him. And if you want to obey him, you will do what he has asked you to do. But guess what? You cannot do what he has asked you to do except he helps you. Uh-uh. You can't do what he what he has asked you to do except he helps you. Okay, everybody that has a child now, maybe you just give it to a baby. You want that baby to grow. The baby also wants to grow. But the baby cannot grow unless he or she gets help. And most favorably, he, he needs help from the father or the mother to help it to grow well. You know? So, Every, there's nobody that, that has a baby and wants the baby to remain a baby forever. No way. I've never seen. And I hope and pray that there's nobody. Oh, you have a baby. You want this baby to just remain a baby. Every, you want to keep batting this baby for the next 70 years of their lives, you know, of his or her life. You want you want to be batting this baby, dressing the baby up, giving the baby food to eat, backing the baby. You know, nobody wants that. No. The only reason why you are doing those things is because you want the child to be able to grow and flourish and carry your name forward and do you proud and bring joy to you and show you love and take care of you that is why people are very happy to have children oh please let me know if there is any other you want people to carry your name forward you want people to represent you you want you want to reproduce yourself 
and <laughs> in fact i heard of one celebrity that was saying that oh she didn't want to have children because she didn't want to produce anyone that looked like her that it was bad enough that the world had one person that was like her and she didn't want to have somebody else i just thought oh how sad anyway whether she meant it as a joke it was just hilarious and um, <sighs> very funny in a very unfunny way to hear so the only way you can perform your primary assignments is through god helping you that's all i'm trying to say it's only god that can help you to perform this primary assignment you need to be in god's presence you need to be uh in sync with god you need to walk with god and you need to love god enough for you to perform your primary assignment remember you are created in the image and likeness of god which means that when people are seeing you they need to be seeing god when people are interacting with you they need to feel like ah I am interacting with the creator. It's not like you come to say, oh, I'm Lord and Master, creator of the universe. No, but the qualities of God have to be seen in you. You have to be excellent. You have to be kind. You have to be loving. You have to be diligent. You have to be righteous. You have to be pure. You have to be holy. Ah, people will say, hey, God, all those ones are too difficult to in this time. But honestly, if you desire it, the Lord will give you the grace. If you desire the Lord, and you cannot be all these things without being in Christ Jesus Himself. Ah, I don't know how to preach this thing, God. Please help me. Because people think that, oh, Jesus just came so that, uh, like, like God is saying, believe in Jesus for the sake of God. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He has told us now in the scriptures, I can't remember the place that if you if you don't want to praise him, he's capable of raising stones to praise him. You see all these animals, yes, and please let me go there quickly. I just want to digress for a minute. Um please respect animals. Yes, so I'm not animals right there, whatever. But truth be told, you need to respect animals. Why? One primary reason, they were here before you. They were here before us. Yes, animals were here before us. You know, there are times when I just see them and they are staring and I'm wondering what are they thinking, if they are capable of thinking. If they had the ability to talk, what would they be saying to us? Because many of them have learned from their own generations as well, from their ancestors. You know, they pass uh, things on to them. Honestly, how do you think that... um, (laughs) <laughs> how do you think that they know what to do part time especially when you watch national geographic you you will see a lot and you 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 will marvel you know at these creatures who in spite of their strength they have been placed lower than us we have dominion over them like we have been asked to um I mean, look at Adam now when you read um chapter 2 you see that god gave adam the authority you know that God gave human beings the authority. He said, name these animals, whatever you call them, that's their name. And they are there for you as food. But you see also that um, you are, you, we are supposed to, to respect animals. Uh, somewhere in the Old Testament, I can't remember the exact portion now. He says, uh, when you want to kill an animal, do not suffer it first. Do not, and you are not killing it for the sake of it. You are killing it to eat. So don't suffer. Just kill it and eat. And kill it dignifiably. Which also brings me to another point. There's this um, sport. It's not like a sport sport. But it's something that people say they love to do for fun. Shooting. Hey, Jesus. Hmm. I don't know. How does it... How do, What kind of fun does it give people like I, I was watching 
today as well somebody just went somewhere and um shots it was it was an unrelated story like the story was not about shooting funny enough it was only a christian program and uh, the person was just talking about how she gave her life to christ and then they were following her her daily activities and all and uh, she she loved shooting so she went into a forest and targeted um an animal and fired a shot and all the birds on the trees just flew away like just caused chaos and i was just sitting there asking myself i've always asked myself this question but at that moment but at that moment i was just asking myself what joy do you derive from doing something like this i don't know i'm not saying it's good i'm not saying it's bad i'm I just trying i'm just trying to understand like what joy do you I, and when they shoot those animals do they eat them please i hope you are shooting to eat or you are shooting to sell you know to butchers or people that sell animals uh that sell meat and all those things you're not just shooting for the fun of it to, to just leave the animal there no i'm i'm seriously hoping that people that do um this fun thing they call shooting that they actually shoot to eat the animal or to sell the animal to butchers and then they can use the money to take care of themselves or other things but you're not just shooting the animals for the fun of it that's not fair honestly and i know i'm sounding like an animal rights person right now but hey this is scriptural it's not ju- you are you shouldn't just kill these things for this for the fun of it no you, you if you are killing you are killing for food or you're killing to be able to earn an income and don't do it illegally of course you know but there are some areas that are prohibited from um hunting or shooting or whatever and there are some endangered species that should not be hunted so please 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 do not just kill animals for the fun of it it's the same thing as when i see children walking on the streets and then they are stoning lizards i'm like it's just giving you the kick like it's just giving you the fun to see these lizards campering and running for their dear lives because you the terror of africa you are passing no that's not um that's not good so we are supposed to have some kind of love and respect for creatures some people have taken up taking it up a notch because you see some people worshiping animals worshiping bulls like when you go to um uh i've never gone but i see it on television you see native doctors and then you see the head of a a goat or a cow or whatever there and you know they'll be bowing down consulting using that's an oracle some people are taking it off in up a notch but that's not what the lord says in fact another day we're going to talk about idol worship and you see that hey all these tricks that we think we know hey god god has already seen it far 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 the day um azia was uh, speaking about idol worship as um he was speaking through the inspiration of the holy spirit and this was god speaking through him because he was saying this is what the lord says hey did i read that thing there i marveled i was like hey hey jesus this god is too much he knows everything but he just decides to keep quiet so let's go back to our primary assignment are you fruitful what are you producing yes what are you producing don't say oh you have five children you have two children oh you're not yet married so you've not really started no that's not what this place is just talking about yes having children is good you know um 
and all that but it goes beyond this remember uh, the spirit has fruits right it has has it's called the fruit of the holy spirit so are you bearing the fruit of the holy spirit are people seeing the fruit of the holy spirit in you or are you producing the fruits of the flesh are people seeing the fruits of the flesh when they look at you you know what are you multiplying what are you reproducing you're supposed to be reproducing the image of god you're supposed to be yes you're supposed as in people are supposed to be seeing the image of god whenever they see you as in wherever you appear people should feel like god is present people should feel the qualities of god you know people should feel and reverence god when you are there because as they are looking at you they are seeing the image of God and they know that there is a God in heaven that created all things that is my prayer honestly that people will feel God in my presence that people will feel God in my interactions and relationships with them and I may not be successful all the time but I'll keep trying and I, I, I encourage you to keep trying as well replenish the earth to replenish means that you are um, restoring something that is uh, um, being exhausted like you you are filling something up that so that it will not it won't it won't finish you know so you should be eager to show god more of you i mean show people more of god every day like let people see more of god every day continuous improvements you know when you look at uh, the lean theory continuous improvement don't say oh this is where i am there's nothing i hate more than hearing people say that i'm just like this this is the way i am this is the way god created me no please um god created us to keep evolving that's why you're a human being you are becoming you you are not in past tense not human being as in b double e n no you are a human being you are you are evolving you are coming into being b e i n g you are coming into being you are evolving all the time so we need to we need to improve ourselves don't say that oh i mean i speak softly now but i remember there was a time i didn't even used to talk at all there was a time i used to be very angry oh jesus i had to pray about it like when you see me you think that somebody just annoyed me but then i just had this permanent scroll on my face i was always looking angry you know and i had to pray about it and now when people see me i'm always cheerful such that if i ever am not cheerful people will be asking what's the problem what happened you know because the spirit of god has taken charge and he's bringing forth the fruit of the holy spirit in me and it's a it's a continuous journey and don't worry about how much or little progress you're making just take one step at a time and don't think about oh people are going to think you're foolish people are going to take you for a right no all that matters is what god himself thinks and how god himself is rejoicing over you now coming to the big one subdue the earth oh god this is a full lesson in itself but i will just try to um unpack it in two or three minutes to subdue means to overpower it means that there's something that is in force that is pushing against you and you you have to overpower it now you cannot overpower it on your own no yes you cannot overpower it on your own the only way you can overpower it successfully is through christ jesus some people go to other powers excuse me some people go to other powers to help them to overpower the earth you know and that's how you see people joining cults uh, you know consulting witchcrafts and you know doing one satanic demonic evil thing or the other for some other people they don't even do any of these things but the earth has already looked at them and the earth is like ah 
this one is already my own so let me just support it to continue flourishing you know let me just support it to continue let, let me just support him or her to just continue flourishing because i know that at the end of the day he or she is just going you know to the opposite side like not going with god and will just perish and i will still eat the body you know in in terms of burial and the person is dead and gone for good for some other people they have favor as well they have favor from god and god just looks upon them with favor and says you know what you may not believe me you may not want to work with me but i just I love you just because I want to love you. I favor you just because I want to favor you. I have chosen you to progress just because I want to progress. And so, for my name's sake, the earth is subdued for you and will, will obey you and will cooperate with you to just flourish. Now, for us as Christians, the, the one that really concerns us, or I should say two aspects that really concerns that concern us, one is working with the creator of the earth himself the one that owns the earth himself working with him as in cooperating with him for the, to subdue the earth because um it's like um uh i can I, I saw i saw a video somewhere a child was uh, trying to do something and the father was in the background uh supporting the child to do it let's say the child was trying to pull down a very heavy object and was uh, pulling and the object was moving and he was happy but behind him the father was there with the ropes you know like providing the necessary horsepower that was required to um to take that object down so that's that's the way that's the way we ought to be like we are moving with christ i mean for me when i pray i say the earth is the lord's and its fullness thereof and because i am the daughter of god i am the adopted child of god through christ jesus everything that my father owns also belongs to me so this earth that the jehovah god almighty owns that he uses as his footstool that belongs to god it will also cooperate with me in fact it also belongs to me and it will cooperate with me to fulfill destiny because it belongs to my father you know and i encourage you to to pray like that speak to the earth so uh, um adam and eve were given that instruction and that instruction still applies to us today to subdue the earth to overpower the earth to have dominion you know to rule over all animals over all creatures to rule over the whole earth and some people have so far understood this assignment more than some of us and many of them um do not even claim to know christ and they reach out to whatever powers they reach out within themselves they call forth the godly aspect of themselves you know in terms of the capacity that god has given them intelligence and um, ability to create and all that they call it forth and they create many amazing things that have made life easier but unfortunately for some of us many of us in fact who are christians we just are focused focused on going to heaven that we do not um, want to do our primary assignment here on earth you know have you ever seen a, 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 a youth service okay in nigeria for uh, many of us know about that here but um for those who are not nigerians uh in nigeria there is this um thing called national youth service it's like a one-year program that people do after their um after their university education and during that period uh you are posted to a state any of the states in in nigeria and after the compulsory i think it's three weeks in the camp um 
the, the NYSC itself, the National Youth Service Corps, will post each core member to a place of primary assignment. So during that one year period, um, that's that's copa that person is supposed to be in that place of his or her primary assignment and serve like it could be teaching it could be whatever whatever work that they are asked to do in that place <clears throat> so um you you see that you cannot be an nyse member and just say oh you're waiting for this one year to just end so that you go and collect your certificates haha <laughs> If you do, if you do not go to your place of primary assignment, nothing, no, hey, nothing for you because you need the signature of your PPA. That's what it's called. Uh, the place of primary assignment is called the PPA. You need the signature of the person in charge of that place to show that yes, I uh, this uh, this candidate Nena Evelyn Eze has served in this uh, institution for this period of time, and I I. I concur that uh, she should be given, you know, the certificates of uh, completion of her service to the nation. You need that document for you to not take it to NYSE, for NYSE to give you the certificate and say, okay, you have completed your National Youth Service Year, now free to go and make money. <laughs> because that uh, National Youth Service Year is not usually a year for you to make money, it's a year for you to serve like you are literally a servant for the nation in fact they call you government property for nigeria so it's not just about us saying oh um you are now a christian oh yes i'm now a copper copper sean you are wearing your copper uniform where are you serving where did they serve <laughs> where's your place of primary assignment and for us as christians it's not just being a christian what are you doing with your christianity what are you producing are you performing your primary assignments? You know, being a Christian is supposed to help us to enhance our ability to uh, perform our primary assignments, as we have seen in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. And do not be like the Galatians, right? I think it was one that um, Paul had said, Oh, foolish Galatians, you know, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? before whose eyes Jesus has been uh, evidently set forth, crucified among you. You know, the Galatians were like, I think they were just sitting down and waiting for the day Jesus will come <laughs> or something like that. And, and Paul said, no, you have to go and work out your salvation. You have to, you, this good news you have received, it's not for you to just sit down and say, oh, you are waiting for Jesus to come and carry you. You have to spread the news. You have to show people what Jesus looked like. You have to um, go out and win souls. You have to convince people of God's love and God's mercies and God's um, character, God's personality. Now, that also brings to my mind, it's not just about loving God. It's about fearing God. Yes. You know, you can love someone without fearing them. Uh, give you an example. Um you love your friend some people love their friends but they don't fear them when i say they don't fear them they don't have respect for them i remember back then when i was in uh, secondary school there was a day my crk my christian religious knowledge teacher asked a question like who is a friend and somebody got up and said oh a friend is somebody you can kick you can pinch you can scratch and shout at and the person will still be there for you and i can never forget that my teacher said absolutely not you shouldn't treat your friend like that in the first place. And anybody that sticks with you when you are doing that is definitely not your friend. A friend is someone that you cherish. 
you know, that you respect, you hold in high regard, and you trust that they will be there for you because you also will be there for them, you know, if there's a need for them to um, to need you. You know, even when they don't know that they need you, you want their progress, and they also want your progress. They support you to achieve your mark, your goal, and you likewise. So, if we love God, we will want to fear Him, respect Him, obey Him, I mean, you cannot obey someone that you don't fear now. You can't, you can't, it's difficult to obey someone that you don't fear. <laughs> and it's very easy for you to love and fear someone at the same time. For me, as an African person, oh God, I love and I fear my parents. When my father was alive, I loved and I feared my father. Like, um, my father could be thousands of kilometers away from me, even till now that he no longer lives, right? The fear I have for my dad, the love I have for him, the respect I have for him, restrains me from doing certain things. Because um, he may not be here physically, but I know that he's still, uh, his, his name lingers and i don't want anybody to point fingers and say oh this is moises daughter Uh, she's doing this she's doing that so i the love i have for him also makes me to want to respect his memory respect all that he has taught me and obey continue to obey them the same way with god right um if you love god you want to obey him you want to respect him you will fear him because you know that this god that is uh you know, um, was it not Elijah that said, oh, that there was, um, or was it Isaiah? I can't remember one of the prophets. It says that he heard the thunders and he looked for the, he looked for the Lord there. He did not see the Lord. He, uh, then there was lightning. He looked for the Lord. And then he heard sounds of rushing waters and he looked and he did not see the Lord. And then he heard a calm, still voice. And that was the voice of the Lord. God can be that calm. He can be still. He can be gentle. But he's also a consuming fire, guys. He's also a consuming fire. Ah, have you ever seen when God is punishing someone? You'll be the one begging and say, God, I beg, please. You don't do. Please forgive this person. Don't pun- Don't. Because God can be a consuming. In fact, he is a consuming fire as much as he is. Uh, um, they say the Holy Spirit is as calm as a dove. It's not a dove. It's a person. But he can be very meek. He can be gentle. But that same Holy Spirit as well. Ha. He is a consuming fire. Like when, and that's why the Bible says, all sins will be forgiven except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. I don't, God, God helped me to really understand what that means. And most importantly, God helped me not to ever blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. And God help you to never to ever blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. So, in summary, guys, all that I've been saying for the past 50 minutes plus is your primary assignment. Please take it seriously. Take it seriously, pursue it with vigor, pursue it with everything that you have. Do it like there is no tomorrow. Don't say, ah, eh, today I will just um, mm, do this one and tomorrow I'll do the rest. No way. Do everything like for the 24 hours that you have, every day that God gives you breath. Walk like, when I say walk, it's not just about physical work. You know, show people love love yourself love god obey god respect god in fact if you don't know some people say it's purpose oh what's my purpose for being here your purpose is what you're doing now first 
whatever it is your hands find to do now do it well whatever it is wherever your station of life is right now do it well it's like when you you are climbing a, a, a staircase and you want to get to the topmost floor you cannot just disappear to the topmost floor you will take one step after the other step one step two step ten step fifteen you know gradually before you get to the last step you know so one step at a time and keep moving keep moving keep moving keep moving whatever your hands find to do do it well wherever god has placed you try to be the best and try to represent god the best way god helps you to in that position and how 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 will god be able to help you you need to ask god and you need to purposefully stay in god study the word pray ah prayer is a privilege guys prayer prayer is a privilege you know having the privilege imagine if you had um, I don't know who you respect most on earth. I don't know who you revere most. I don't know who, what human being or, or leader you look up to the most. But imagine that you had a privilege to talk with that person at any time. Hey! Oh, Lord. I don't want to say president because some people don't really have much respect for their president because their presidents have disappointed them. But whoever that person is, whoever it is you hold in utmost regard, imagine if you had the opportunity the access to that person any day any time you know and that person wants to see you at all times hey i don't know me i'll just pack and go and live in the person's house <laughs> if, it, if it is possible like just to see the person all the time draw strength from the person share uh, exchange knowledge and ideas and learn from that person it's like having a mentor that you really love and respect and that mentor gives you 24 7 access to them of course you will not say ah i don't i don't want to go and disturb this person the person has already given you access and i'm sure you want to maximize it now god is more than a mentor is more than a leader is more than a president or influential person he is your creator he's your father and he's looking out for you listening listening for you every day every time and i encourage you I encourage you just as I encourage myself to always, I mean, uh, when I say God is your father, if you read the book of Luke chapter 3 verse 38, it says that Adam was the son of God. Hey, did I saw this and I was like, God, it was just like another aha moment for me. And that is why Jesus came to restore us back to that position of sonship and daughterhood, you know, with God. Um, Yeah. And I encourage you to accept the invites. Do not, do not say, ah, please, you can be son all by yourself. You can be daughter all by yourself. Mm-mm, it's not possible. Without Jesus, you can't go back to being the child and the daughter or the son of God. And um, just speaking about your primary assignment again, if we can read from the book of Proverbs chapter 6 from verse 6 to 11 and I'll read for you again from New Living Translation. It says, Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and be wise even though they have no prince, no governor or ruler to make them work. They labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. But you lazy bones, how long will you sleep? When will you wake up? I want you to learn this lesson. A little extra sleep, a little uh, more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. God forbid that this should ever be our portion. I trust that many, if not all of us that are listening to me, you have one thing or the other that you are doing. Please, please, please do not be idle. Um, You know when you park a car 
and you don't use the car for a long time by the time you try to start that car it may not move so the same way god has equipped you with everything do not just remain idle and allow the uh, capacity he has endowed in you to just um you know perish without you producing results you see in jesus in the whole whole years the whole 33 years of jesus walking here on earth the only thing that he cursed was a tree the fig tree the fig tree and that's because the fig tree refused to obey instructions the fig tree saw that the son of god himself was hungry and needed to eat yes it was not yet time for the fig to for the figs to bloom but he refused to obey the instruction of his creator to produce fruit and jesus cursed it and said you know what you will never produce you never produce tree uh, fruit again and that's the way it is sometimes for some of us as human beings the lord has need for you but you feel like ah i'm not um I'm not exposed, I'm not eloquent, I'm not this, I'm not that. I don't really know God that well. Um, People don't need to see Christ in me. Or tomorrow, uh, later, I need to, you know, today be desirous, be desirous, be desirous of being the best of who god has made you to be one step at a time and ask god to send you help as people to help uplift you study the word pray to god and i assure you that that god himself will place you in the right environment he will bring the right people to help uplift you and he will use you in the right and most honorable way you know um there's that uh, scripture that says that in the house that there are different vessels there are some for honor there are some for dishonor what kind of vessel are you i want to be a vessel of honor I want to be the vessel that God uses as a mark of honor. I want to be the instrument of praise. I want to be a sweet-smelling sacrifice to God. I want God to be honored. I want God to make a name for himself through my life. But I thank God for making a way for himself, a name for himself through my life. And I pray that God will continue to do the same. And I pray also for you that you position yourself appropriately, that you utilize all that God has given you to fulfill your primary assignment that you dwell in Christ Jesus and continue to follow the tenets and dictates of God uh, through Christ and the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit in prayer in studying the word in reaching out to the various mediums that God has made available you know to help support you you know accommodating the helpers that God will send to your life having the spirit of discernment to know what to do and what not to do part time and doing the right thing all to the glory of God in the name of Jesus Christ amen I wish you success in your primary assignment and look forward to speaking with you again soon enjoy the rest of the weekend have a blessed week ahead I love you bye bye